I'm Anna and you are listening to Dialogue Community's midweek podcast. We just started out with a series called Unsubscribed uh, this past Sunday and if you missed this first sermon, please feel free to go and give it a listen on YouTube on our channel, Community Dialogue Community. Uh, the sermon is Instimacy All by My Selfie. We're talking about living in a community in an age of isolation. Now, continuing on this topic, I'd like to read for us from Romans chapter 12. I'll be reading verses 3 to 21. It's quite a couple of verses, so if you have a Bible at hand, please open it with me at Romans 12, verses 3 to 21. For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we, though many, are one body in Christ, and individually members one of another. Having gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, let us use them, if prophecy in proportion to our faith, if service in our serving, the one who teaches in his teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity, the one who leads with zeal, the one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Love one another with brotherly affection, outdo one another in showing honour. Do not be slothful in zeal, in zeal be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant in prayer, contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Never be wise in your own sight. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Now I'd like to share three thoughts uh, on this idea of community and uh, that also comes out in this text. Now the, thir- the first thought is that you need to be in a community. You have to be rooted in a church because the body needs you. We see this in the verses where Paul speaks about uh, the, the different gifts that God has given to the different members of the body. We are all different but we are one body. Uh, We are individually members one of another and we have different gifts according to the grace that was given us. Whether it be prophecy or teaching or uh, generosity or exhortation or acts of mercy, whatever it is that God has given you specifically, we need you to bring it to the table. That's how we as a church can 
uh, can help each other, can support each other and can grow together in maturity. Also in ourselves, maturity in who we are, in our own identity in Christ. Not in isolation, trying to figure out who we are on our, on our own, but together by bringing our differences to the table and uh, filling the, the gaps that, that we have, that the others have, with the gifts that we can bring. So that's the first thought. The community needs you. The church needs you. The second thought is that you need the community because it sanctifies. The community is the way of salvation, the road of salvation. It's not how you get saved. You get saved by your, uh, by your faith in Christ. But you can walk the road of salvation only together. We, we can perfect our faith by living together as a church. Now, uh, Cyprian of Carthage, uh, anti-Nicene uh, church father from the second century after Christ, said the following of the church. He can no longer have God for his father, who has not the church for his mother. There's something true to this. You cannot uh, commit to God without committing to the church. You cannot commit to the church without committing to, the, to God, to the father. It is the way of the cross. It is the wisdom of God that those who believe should congregate, should come together, should build each other up in the faith. Now, the third thing about community is that it is something that you can learn how to do. It doesn't come naturally to all of us and all of us haven't, uh, haven't had the best example of community in our lives. Maybe uh, you grew up in a, in a broken home where your father was absent or where your mother had to work all the time. Or whatever the situation might have been, you haven't seen an example of community. Or maybe you grew up in a home where you can say, no, I think I know something of community. I think I've seen that, uh, what, what church means. My parents modeled it to me. Now, whichever one you are, we want to encourage you to come to church because if you need to see what community looks like, you need those who know what it looks like to show you. If you are one who feels that, that you can take the lead, that you can show others what it means to be vulnerable, then we need you. We need you here at church to take hands and together that we can be a community that's different, different than what the world shows us, a life of isolation where you work out how to live and what to do and who you are on your own. That's not the way of Christ. That's not Christian living. So those are my thoughts on community. Please come to church again on Sunday as we continue this series. We will be talking about being present in an age of distraction and what this mean, means in, in the Christian worldview, what it means for a Christian to be present. Join us on Sunday for that. And whichever community you decide to root in, commit to that community. If it is dialogue, we will be glad to welcome you. If it is some other community, we want to encourage you to be rooted, to get to know other people and allow them to get to know you.
because that is ultimately the way to be sanctified. Let's pray together. Lord, thank you so much that we can think on community, that we can be community and that we can learn how to do it from your word. Thank you for the wisdom that you have passed down to us through the Apostle Paul in, in, in these verses. Lord, I pray that you will open up our minds and our hearts for what we need to change in our lives in order to get in line with your will. Lord, bless us as a church. Bless our home groups and bless the relationships in the church that we may grow in vulnerability, that we may grow in truth. Lord, we will also suffer in the church because we are human. We make mistakes and we hurt each other. I pray for grace. Lord, I pray that we will forgive each other. I pray that we will continue to come even when we do hurt each other, as it is inevitable that we will not grow prideful, but we, that we will be humble in serving one another as the body of Christ. Thank you, Lord. Amen.